0: Brent Terhune. Take the load off And listen to real good time for you. The Field Trip Podcast
1: Hey, welcome to the Field Trip Podcast My name is Brent Terhune Joining me once again on the program Mr. Dwight Simmons
0: What's up everybody? Good to be back What's going
1: on? Good to have you back. Dwight was previously on an episode called Take This Job and Shove It. People uh, quitting their jobs in epic fashion. And this is kind of similar. Dwight, I had you back on for this episode called Famous Firings.
0: You'd like to get me on the job-related episodes, even though (laughs) I haven't had an actual job in probably a decade.
1: Yeah, well, it's like I had you on the one, so I was like, it makes sense to have you back for the other one, I guess. Yeah, it's like
0: uh your own little your own little sequel. This is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I so uh... start
1: start off by telling me what are some of your weaknesses, Dwight, and uh, <laughs> where do you <laughs> see yourself well, in five years?
0: I try too hard. Weakness mm-hmm. number. You always uh-huh. start with that one. It's like I think I just like care too much at times. Yeah, I just I I'll just...
1: have a stroke from caring about this minimum wage job.
0: I just never give less than a hundred percent, and I think
1: uh, that bugs people sometimes. Yeah, that's that fake bullshit where like you gotta take a positive and make it a negative. Yeah, <laughs> but also I, nobody's uh, like nobody wants to hear I'm a public masturbator either. You know? No, <laughs> you'll find out soon enough. <laughs> Rest in peace, Pee Wee. Uh... <laughs> that wasn't even a reference, but we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take
0: it. That is like they teach you in to interview. It's like. I think, you know, I'm just very good in team settings, but also I can work alone, but I prefer both a high... Like, you never say anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, just pussyfoot around until they're like, that's good enough.
0: That's good. You're a good bullshitter, so you're uh-huh. hired. It's like reading a horoscope. So I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm gonna cast a wide net mm-hmm. and see what sticks.
1: Something good or bad may happen to you today, tomorrow, or yesterday. <laughs> so... But uh, let me go ahead.
0: No, I was going to tell you, I used to go door to door. I was a door to door salesman and I actually had to interview for that job. That's something that you would think that they would just let you do. Yeah. (laughs) You you want this job? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. (laughs) You can do it. So For (laughs) eight hours a day, I would walk around neighborhoods and knock on people's doors and try to sell them entertainment packages and it's as exciting as it sounds. And uh got the cops calling me quite a bit. Uh yeah. got the like neighborhood watch after me. Like, what are you doing over there? I see you doing laps.
1: Yeah. What are you selling over there? Pizza coupons? I'm good. <laughs> you you selling stuff for the for the band? You trying to support <laughs> the band? So when you said entertainment packages, what does that mean?
0: <clears throat> so this was like before Groupon. You know how Groupons like uh well, if you buy if you spend forty dollars, we'll give you eighty dollars worth of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, okay. So it was one of those. Yeah, yeah. So we were like a like zoo local book. Local they, business. They call oh, it. Yeah. A, we we had the, I don't know what people call those, but a zoo book. So it's like you pay 12, 12 bucks for this book, but then it's like eighty dollars in coupons if you end up using them. You know.
0: Yep, that's exactly what I was slinging out there. Okay. It's like and so, what's funny is I got fired from that job for being terrible at it
1: oh that i can see i can see that if you're not good at it they might let you go you know
0: it's just very embarrassing to say that i got let go of a job that pays you 100 in commission
1: oh my god so what what was the breakdown do you remember like what what you'd sell it for and what your cut was
0: so it was if you had like so they are different like denominations. So if we had one that was like $10, mm-hmm. you'd get $2 off of that. Oh, and so it was always yeah. 20%. So yeah. it's like, but we did like a white Sox campaign. We sold those for like $40, mm-hmm. but you got to sell so many to like actually make your day worth it.
1: Yeah. So There's if a, you sell
0: like two in a day, you made $12 in uh, the, your eight hour shift.
1: My, my brother thanks for bringing him up, Dwight. Uh, he one of the worst jobs he ever had, because thankfully, knock on wood, I've never been fired from a job. I I performed at the Stardome. And if there was a night, too, I, prob- <laughs> I probably wouldn't have been back. But uh, in, in Birmingham, that club uh, is notorious for uh, we'll have you for two nights. And then uh, this, yep. the, the next day, hey, we're going to go a different direction. Uh, <laughs> we'll thankfully, see. it was just the one night so that I, they didn't have an opportunity to not tell me to come back. But uh, my brother was an ice cream truck driver. And it was one of those where you, you, you have to buy the ice cream, what the deal was for him. At least you got to buy all of it. And then you, you buy it at their price and then you sell it for like what it's supposed to be. priced oh, Gotcha. And then he was like the new guy. So he would get the shit routes. And he was like, <laughs> man, I lost $15 today on this shit. <laughs> and is it the just was like good. Is it I like bad neighborhood. That- <laughs> yeah. Neighborhoods <laughs> yeah. that don't buy. So. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's the, uh, if that would be an upper class neighborhood that wouldn't buy because they have already have ice cream or lower class because they don't have the money to buy ice cream. Interesting. Or, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that would, what, it, you know, I i wasn't ever in the ice cream game, believe it or no. not.
0: I was like, we grew up in a neighborhood that wasn't great. We would mm-hmm. love for the ice cream truck to come. Yeah, dude. Uh, I Jeff Oske,
1: who's been on the show, he's like, the, the rich kids don't like it because they already have ice cream in the freezer. Yeah, so, yeah. He's You're like not buying out of a truck. If you hear the ice cream truck, that means you live in a shitty neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be damned with ice cream trucks not driving by right now. Not really, but I wouldn't be surprised. I've heard it come through my neighborhood. I'm like, oh, I guess that's where I am. I'm at. So Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but
0: it feels like a bad racket nowadays.
1: Yeah, it's uh you buy it from me and then you sell it to your friends. Oh, that's
0: it's the pyramid. Shit. Lady.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's a pink. You, you get a pink car if you sell enough Mary Kay. <laughs> uh, but before we jump into Famous Firings, Dwight, you have a new special out. Tell me all about it.
0: It is uh, called Who's the Master? Produced mm-hmm. by Four by Three, a production company out of Cincinnati. We filmed it at the wonderful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. I recorded uh, super, an album there. Yeah, Great club. it's amazing club. was really excited that I was able to do it. Uh, It came out about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's free on YouTube. Once again, it's called who's the master you like, have you ever mm-hmm. seen Barry Gordy's the last dragon?
1: I've seen parts of it. I know what you're talking. I know what you're going to yeah. reference, but yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So the, the seminal bit is a, a bit I do about being on HGTV with my wife and uh finding out something about master bedrooms. Yeah. And, I grew up loving kung fu movies, Mm -hmm. loving them. And when I found Barry Gordy's *The Last Dragon*, it's a movie from like the early '90s, this like kung fu musical black exploitation movie. I was like, I always want to do something as a reference to that. Yeah. So that's why we called it "Who's the Master," because Mm -hmm. the the main plot of that movie is this upstart kung fu disciple trying to become the master and get the glow mm-hmm. so it was a reference for just seven people in the entire northern america yeah. <laughs> in north america but but it I'm ties into the with, bit though it does tie mm-hmm. into the bit and i'm happy with the special and i hope everyone will take the time to uh, go watch it
1: yeah it's free it's on youtube it's
0: full free full just free dog and uh, le- you know Less than an ice cream sandwich out of a ice cream truck, (laughs)
1: less than the price of my special on Amazon right now. (laughs) Go watch Dwight's special,
0: man's working for
1: Bezos himself. Hey, uh, when I start seeing some money from it, I I will be gladly working for Jeff Bozos. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, so the special is uh, Who's the Master? I've I saw you doing it up until you filmed it, so. Uh, I can vouch for the material, but also I, I wouldn't tell you to promote it and then be like, uh, by the way, just, uh, <laughs> don't check that out. No, Dwight's uh, uh funny and I, I'd love to work with him whenever I get the chance. So, uh, check out Dwight's special. And again, it costs you $0. Just go over there, type in Dwight Simmons. Who's the master? It's right there on YouTube.
0: I appreciate you, man. I really do.
1: Well, let's talk about somebody that that's a master, uh, th- which is a, Poor transition, but he might be considering <laughs> his kung fu skills. Uh, yes. We're talking about, uh, and the premise of of this is famous people that have been fired from their jobs. Now, you mentioned the entertainment thing. Have you been fired from any other job? Uh, no, <clears throat> no. Nope. Okay.
0: I'm lucky enough to have been able to. Uh, I've been, I guess, laid off. Yeah, but that was just like, not my fault. I got Given the like, past
1: three years, lots of people have been laid off. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I guess out of college, I didn't really want to go into uh, personal training, which is mm-hmm. what I did. And I also had an English degree, which you can't really do much with that outside of uh, speaking your native tongue uh, Yeah, to other human beings. Uh, but I got into sales. That's how I got the door-to-door job. And I got mm-hmm. a job in a cubicle right after that. And I found out that I'm just not good at sales but it's so easy to get a sales job because it's just like turn and burn and very yeah. stressful stuff so um i didn't get fired they downsized but uh that's actually how i got back into doing stand-up was because i was like i can't i can't be out here for eight hours yeah walking around neighborhoods and i can't be inside in a cubicle all day cold mm-hmm. calling people so
1: so ra- uh, rarely is comedy a plan C. I, <laughs> <laughs> but you did it. I did it. We're back. Yeah.
0: Uh, but no, I've uh, I've left every job that I've had. i mm-hmm. uh, seen people get fired. Yeah, that's always fun seeing people rage quit. I think we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. But uh, that's my I love of rage a rage quit.
1: Yeah, I do let, uh, you know, I do every time I scroll past one, I'm like, I shouldn't watch this because it's just not, it's society crumbling. But I'm like, I need to watch this guy get hit in the face with a tray at McDonald's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that you should do that, but it, it's already Please. done. So let me go ahead and check it out.
0: I'm surprised uh, they haven't like just mandated styrofoam for those trays. They're yeah. just you're giving someone a weapon.
1: They take the shoestrings and the drawstrings so you can't do <laughs> anything right. with those. It's like when you're on suicide watch and they're like, hey, give give us all the materials so yeah. you can't hurt anybody. Uh, let's talk about Liam Neeson. <clears throat> during Ooh. an interview, so they see the master.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, during an interview where he was asked about his pre-acting jobs, uh, old Liam spoke about his time as a teacher, which I wouldn't have guessed Liam Neeson as a teacher. No. Gave details about the the incident that ended it. His job of uh, that is he explained the incident in the context of misbehaving students who just will not listen to the rules. He revealed sometimes there's a discipline problem, so the issue is getting them to settle down before you start teaching them. He attempted to uh, reason with uh, this young kid and uh, take back control. He said, "How do I reach these kids?" <laughs> That's how Liam Neeson talks. Uh, However, (laughs) this particular kid just didn't want to settle down, and he wanted to disrupt the whole class. Having uh, realized the situation called for uh, more than a verbal warning or two, Neeson took a more active disciplinary approach. He stated, I went over to him, and I asked him to leave the classroom and stand outside, and the next thing I know, he pulled a knife on me. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Are you serious? This kid apparently pulled a knife on, on Liam Neeson. Can you uh, imagine he, where that kid is now? There's there's more to this, but like when Taken came out or Taken <laughs> 2 or Taken 3, yeah. or, or he's like, I pulled a knife on that dude. He yeah, ain't shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like Liam Neeson is not like a martial arts, like... Kung Fu person, it's all like special effects. Yeah, and it's like I wonder how old he was. One, mm-hmm. and I, I went to Indiana public schools. Yeah, like pulling a knife on a teacher is just a rite of passage.
1: Yeah, that's you. Like,
0: you ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> you can't even spell knife. Spell you can't, knife.
1: They won't let you go to lunch unless you pull a knife on somebody. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's your hall pass. This is a hall pass. <laughs> That's uh,
0: outrageous.
1: said. So my immediate reaction was to punch him. Uh, this very response is what cost Neeson his teaching career. Uh, so what does he think of the situation now? He acknowledges and admits his own faults for getting physical, citing the punch as something, quote, I shouldn't have done. He gives some perspective by emphasizing uh, I felt threatened, so I punched him. I don't that Liam, I don't think anybody's going to uh, fault you for punching a kid that pulled a knife on you.
0: You don't owe anybody an apology if they pull out a weapon on you. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's just, like, a hindsight. I'm so sorry because I struck a kid in the face.
1: Yeah. And also, how about the school district back up the guy who got a knife pulled on him?
0: No, that's not. That's just <laughs> unrealistic. There's a teacher shortage in... <laughs> The world, you know how hard it is to get fired for being a bad teacher. Like, you could just be a bad teacher and get tenure and be fine.
1: Yeah, they just need somebody with a pulse in the room.
0: Yeah, I think there's probably teachers listening to this and being like, "That's that ain't no thing.
1: Yeah, I I did that yesterday.
0: (laughs) I slapped a kid in his face. That's hilarious. My... I got like grabbed in the back of the neck when mm-hmm. I was a kid for being too rowdy. And I was just like, yeah, sure. I'll calm <laughs> how, the fuck down.
1: How old was how how old were you?
0: Probably thirteen.
1: Okay. That and what were you doing? Like, just being an asshole?
0: Well, I broke the rules, so me and my friends would always like have Kool-Aid packs. Did you ever <laughs> and just eat the Kool-Aid raw? but it would it smells so bad just to the dome nothing (laughs) just just just, you dip two fingers in there and just yeah oh it's like fun
1: dip but yep Yep. yeah it's It's not meant for
0: that yeah and then we were wondering the teacher's like why is everybody so hyper and why does it smell like artificial sweetener in here powdered
1: cherries (laughs) in here (laughs)
0: smells like blue (laughs) raspberries."
1: I didn't even know that was a thing that people would do that with Kool-Aid. Was that like a thing that people did in your school? Yeah,
0: it was like all all the kids because the Kool-Aid packs were like five cents a piece. Yeah, so you five could, or ten cents. Yeah, a piece. you go down for like a quarter and just be set for the day.
1: Just yeah, that I picture like it. some kid just, hey man, I got you got any uh, you got any Kool-Aid packs? He's scratching a little bit. <laughs> like know, he's, got, he's jonesing.
0: He's still got the dust on his fingers. <laughs> he's Leaving red marks. Yeah. yeah, our teacher didn't like that. So we were, I was rowdy one day and she just, you could, I could see her fury now. I, mm-hmm. I won't forget. She just stormed over to me, grabbed me by the neck and said, sit down, which she'd probably lose her job today. But in the era of when Liam Neeson was teaching or when I was a kid, yeah, probably get promoted to like superintendent.
1: All right, slow clap
0: just yeah.
1: <laughs> in the principals in the room observing and he's like, yeah. God damn, right. Yeah. <laughs> let's ta- let's viral talk viral
0: on TikTok.
1: Yeah. Like, and the thing is like, I don't think you should hit a kid, but God damn, is it? Uh, I was a substitute teacher and to wrangle kids. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't think you should hit them unless they pull a knife on you. <laughs> I'm willing to do to say that. Yeah.
0: That's thank you for going out on a limb there. You know what? I'm just a truth the teller. Chances.
1: I just tell it like it is. And if you don't like it, that's tough. Let's uh, we're talking about jobs. So let's talk about Steve jobs, uh, founder Ooh. of Apple. He was forced out of his own company merely a year after the disappointing release of the Macintosh due to a mix of bad computer sales and a very public falling out with chief executive John Scully jobs soon found himself jobless in silicon valley instead of ditching the tech world uh jobs decided to co-found another company called next n-e capital x capital t i think that's how you would say it next as well as something called pixar animation studios what a loser Uh, what was the uh, quote? Devastating loss of focus. Uh, he or what was the devastating loss of the focus of entire his entire life, as Jobs described it in uh, 2007 at Stanford in, in a commencement speech, became the the key uh, motivator to uh, motivator to escape a crippling midlife crisis. Jobs eventually reacquired the position as Apple CEO and went on to launch the iPhone, iPod, iPad. Eye up your ass and the rest of them <laughs> so he got fired then he came back in triumphant fashion now uh in my research and i kind of knew it beforehand uh, J- steve jobs was not always the nicest person dwight yeah and i think his daughter will tell you that there's a uh, a bunch of uh s- accounts that i we if you want to come back and talk shit about steve jobs i uh, can <laughs> i saved the link in episodes. my notes <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I'm just being an asshole. The guy's dead, so I don't know. Thanks for bringing that up, but you know, I we could we could, but let's also yes, he was triumphant, but let's also remember that he maybe wasn't the nicest person.
0: I don't. I think it rubs off on all iPhone users as a person that has a Samsung. And gets yeah, you are like a, a poor, aren't you? A third <laughs> world citizen. You all. Are doing Steve Jobs' dirty work as a man has passed away. He's just smiling in his grave.
1: Yeah, he's somewhere looking up at us
0: and looking down upon the Samsung user. Oh,
1: looking up, looking up. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that he was an asshole, and I didn't know he had this like midlife crisis that made everyone. Um, respect him more i never watched the movie i guess i could have done that. i think there
1: was like three movies because ashton kutcher was one uh, he played one Pass. um was it leave schreiber was another one maybe i think there okay. was like three of them yeah. i mean he, he fired people without notice uh that's the thing when steve jobs had to make cutbacks at pixar he fired people and didn't give any severance pay uh, oh yeah, at least uh, you think you'd be given at least a two weeks notice, which people they don't do that when they fire you. They say get your no. shit uh, <laughs> and get out. Uh, he shortchanged. Hey, I'm his... gonna need to
0: talk to you in about two weeks.
1: Yeah, on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> he shortchanged his best friend on a bonus. Old Steve Wozniak uh, helped build uh the scaled down version of Pong. There was a big bonus involved in getting it done quickly and and efficiently, and Jobs lied about how much money was involved pocketing the majority of the money for himself. Uh, He never gave one of the earliest Apple employees stock options. uh, Daniel Kotke, I think that's how you say his name, uh, just didn't give him stock options. Who who wouldn't want Apple stock now, you know?
0: (laughs) That guy, oh man. That guy, I don't know, man. I would be... I would like that's assassination level type shit mm-hmm. do you think you think Elon Musk is modeling himself after early stage Steve Jobs
1: i think he's worse because i don't know he just seems like an asshole i used to like the guy cuz he made cool cars and and was kind of tech savvy but now he just yeah. seems like an asshole you know like championing he wants the to, wrong people he wants to be cool so bad and it's and it, the thing is we would probably think he's cool if he just didn't try,
0: Yeah. but he's it, not
1: like Dave Chappelle. Cool. Like right. he's on stage with Dave Chappelle and you're like, this guy should just sit down, you know, like, like what did do? Who
0: you need a no man. You you're surrounded by too many. Yes, men.
1: Yeah. And stop and like having I, kids that we know you're not taking care of.
0: Like. <laughs> yeah. That's uh. uh that's funny. Like I didn't know all any of this about Steve Jobs.
1: Yeah, I, I here's another one. He would harass people interviewing for work. A surprising story about Jobs uh, interviewing a candidate for uh, uh, I Isaacson's book. So I think that's the book that that was written about him. How old were you when you lost your virginity? He asked. Yikes. Uh, The candidate looked baffled. What did you say? Are you a virgin? Jobs asked. The candidate sat there flustered. So Jobs changed the subject. How many times have you taken LSD? Uh, The poor guy was turning varying shades of red. So I tried to change the subject and asked a straightforward technician, technical question. I guess that's from Isaacson. Uh, But when the candidate droned on his response, Jobs broken, gobble, gobble, gobble. He said, (laughs) cracking up Smith and, and, Hertzfield, I guess these other people that were interviewing. I guess I'm not the right guy, the poor man said as he got up to leave. God damn. That's, you asked this guy about a job question, and then you're like, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. actually very hilarious. That makes me respect him so much <laughs> yeah, that, more. You, that, you're turning <laughs> heel. Now you're yeah. doing a, a heel turn. Not, I would never do this with somebody, but we could acknowledge that this is. Asking someone if they're a virgin. Yeah, hey man, I like your resume, but it looked like uh you didn't have anything about your sexual history or past. <laughs> yeah, and I just gotta know, are you a little uh are you a little bitch? Or... Are <laughs> you didn't address it in your cover letter, and we yeah. don't want little bitches at this company. And you're not I sitting backwards, in your...
1: yeah, <laughs> you're not sitting backwards in your chair. How are we gonna know yeah. you're cool? <laughs> I bet you have your hymen, don't you, sir? Yeah. Because... He just yeah, you're hymen there. Yeah. Okay, let's uh enough of enough of the haters. Let's talk about Bill Hader. Ooh, uh the time he ruined the movie though. Titanic. Hater confirmed uh to Reddit user uh Poe Huber. Old I love that guy, Poe Huber. Uh that during the minimum wage phase of his career, he once spoiled the plot of Titanic. For sorority girls who had rented out the Tempe, Arizona movie theater where he was working. The girls were oh. rude, he said. He told an interview in 2011, so he retaliated with a, a quick plot summary. The boat <laughs> sinks, Leo dies, the old lady, that's Kate Winslet, she was she has a jewel and she throws it in the water at the end, so there's, that's where that goes. <laughs> I was immediately fired, but it was so, so, so worth it. <laughs> Also, I mean, that's a very specific way to like ruin it because you're you're ruining Titanic. Yeah, How do you not like... know what's gonna happen? You know,
0: he starts with the boat sinks, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother with the second DVD.
1: Yeah, that's you ruined amazing. the Passion of the Christ for us. We didn't know what was gonna <laughs> happen.
0: This is all time uh, faux pas. As a person that goes to movies. Yeah, no, but the
1: spoiler alerts.
0: When Avengers Endgame came out, there was all these clips of people coming out and saying what happened at the mm-hmm. end of the movie to people in line and getting the shit beat out
1: of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was.
0: I couldn't stop watching. I was like, this <laughs> is
1: incredible. One guy was that's... Liam Neeson. He got a knife yeah. pulled on him. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> hey, uh
0: Tony Stark dies in the end. Fuck. <laughs> uh, that's... That made me laugh a lot. I love Bill Hader for this. Mm-hmm. I love him in general anyway. I think at your job, I think this is everybody's hope. If you have like an actual boss and an actual job and you have mm-hmm. to have this level of decorum and people are just being assholes, I think you can you burn it down a little bit. Yeah, it's,
1: I've, I've said servers should be able to just get in one fight a month where you <laughs> yeah. like, hold my yeah. earrings. <laughs> I'm I'm about to whoop some ass. <laughs> and if we you everybody got one ass whooping a month, then maybe people wouldn't be rude because they don't want to piss off their server. And it's right. like, hey, it's the 31st and I haven't used my ass whooping. I dare yeah. you. <laughs>
0: yeah, dare you. Still got an ass whooping left.
1: That's <laughs> and they don't roll over. They don't roll over. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the one guy. It's just like one guy in the neighborhood that has gotten his ass whooped by every server, and never, we all maybe, use it on yeah. that one guy.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, eat in every once in a while. Don't you? Don't have to go to the restaurant. That uh, reminds me uh, of my favorite Mad TV sketch where it was a key. Both Key and Peel are in it. Keegan Michael Key and and Jordan Peel, but it's Keegan Michael Key, and he's he's got this character where his shirts off and he's wearing like a shower cap, I think. Oh, and yeah. they're talking about Alien versus Predator. And he's like, oh. "I man, I ain't even going to tell you who won. I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to tell you. I'm not going to say a word. I ain't going to tell you. And then he walks off screen. And then he comes back and he goes, Predator. And then he <laughs> runs away. <laughs> With just that, that where he sticks his head back in the camera. Yeah, predator. he's
0: like, Predator. <laughs> what's, the, what's the allotted time for when it's no longer a spoiler? when I heard someone apologize for ruining breaking bad the other day. And it's like, that's, there's enough time has passed for that.
1: Yeah. I think if, you know, I, I think even a month after is a little much, but you could, yeah. a, you could ask, but also if it's the Sopranos or breaking bad or whatever, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, Hey man, if you haven't seen it by now, can I just not talk?
0: Yeah. Can I not <laughs> talk about things, you know? <laughs> That's why that's why I didn't ruin how Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon ends because when people watch it,
1: yeah, because for me that that would be a spoiler. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's been thirty years, but
1: it's just been on my it's on my list. You know, it's it's in my queue. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's jump to uh, Madonna. However, Madonna became a star. Uh she used to work at normal jobs, just like everyone else. At one point she worked at a Dunkin' Donuts, but she got fired for being too playful with the store's jelly machine.
0: I need a full Wikipedia page on that story alone.
1: Yeah. I didn't I I I guess I thought there was like some kind of gun that you'd put, like a caulking gun. Yeah. That you put the jelly in or like a Sorry. bag. You ever decorate a cake and you got that yeah. bag icing? Yeah. Maybe that's how I, that because the jelly donut, that's my favorite. I don't know what your go to donut is, Dwight, but jellies, that's for me. I
0: like a, just an old school glazed yeast donut.
1: Just uh oh. old, fat, the old, faithful missionary position. That's it's, what you like, Dwight. It is fucking nice, though. No, it's it is good. So, sometimes it's, you want to make me intimate. <laughs> You know, (laughs) are we talking about donuts? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I want to. Yeah, I'm getting playful with the I mean, Madonna's (laughs) getting playful with the jelly machine. Maybe your boy should try it out.
1: Uh, Well, she moved to New York City in 78 to hopefully that's 1978, just so you know, to hopefully find a career in entertainment. She struggled financially in the beginning and had to get odd jobs. And uh, she told Howard Stern in 2015. Uh, where he said, were you fired because you squirted jelly all, all over everyone? That is uh, a Howard
0: Stern question. Oh I've yeah,
1: did you get it on uh, everybody's supple breasts?
0: <laughs> we got a jelly machine in the back. We're gonna bring yeah, bring it we'll out, fella, bring it out.
1: <laughs> she said, "Uh, I was playing with the jelly squirter machine." Yeah, is what she said. <laughs> uh, they they were pissed off at because at her because she was taking. The job uh, serious because you wouldn't take the job seriously, but it's a jelly gun, man. I mean,
0: yeah, it's a Dunkin Donuts. Yeah. How seriously do you need this gorgeous human being to take putting jelly on donuts? Just put it on a coffee machine.
1: Something. I I wonder if they had coffee back then. Like that now Dunkin Donuts is known for coffee, but I'm sure they had coffee back in back in the day. But it was like. Regular coffee, you know.
0: Right. Can you imagine being the guy that fired Madonna?
1: Like a virgin. I fight <laughs> didn't I fire that lady? I fire. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is she doing? I thought she'd be homeless <laughs> by now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she doesn't take anything seriously. She's not gonna make it.
1: Also, I mean it's it's food, so it's gonna get eaten. It's gonna get you're gonna drop so there's gonna be some waste because when I worked at Arby's, yeah, man, did I I got so fat, fatter than I was, which is pretty, that's saying something, but yeah, Yeah, you just, you, you know, it's, uh, we closed it at midnight and it's, uh, 1115. I better put on four more, uh, cherry turnovers. (laughs) Oh no, we didn't sell them. Better take them home. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be a sin to waste these.
0: You think she got complaints like customers coming in after that first bite?
1: Yeah. Like, Hey, who the hell
0: filled this jelly
1: donut? And there's too much jelly who's who complains about too much jelly in the say thank you too
0: many be people. Grateful.
1: Sit down. Be grateful sit down be <laughs> great thank you kendrick let's uh let's talk about howard stern uh in his supple breasts just of course sweat dripping down the crack of his ass <laughs> that's not sexy may 1985 stern claimed uh Highest ratings at WNBC in four years with a 5.7 market share of the afternoon audience and a sudden turn of events. Stern and Quivers, that's Robin Quivers, who uh, retweeted one of my videos thinking it was real. So there you go. Oh, good that old Robin.
0: For- oh, man.
1: Yeah, I think then somebody told her and then she un—she d- deleted whatever she said about it. But uh, I was like, that's the lady from... The, that show on the <laughs> e-network that I used to watch when they blurred out the boobs. Uh, yeah. Stern, and, Stern and Quivers were fired shortly uh, before they were to go on air September 30th, 85, for what WNBC management termed conceptual differences regarding the show. Program director John Hayes explained, over the course of time, we made a very conscious effort to make Stern aware that certain elements of the program should be changed. I don't think it's an appropriate uh I don't think I don't think it's appropriate to take to say uh what those specifics were. Uh Stern was not told whose decision it was in '92. He believed Thornton Bradshaw. I love you know, old Thornton Bradshaw. If that guy shot somebody <laughs> in a duel, you wouldn't question it. Thornton <laughs> Bradshaw. With Thornton. <laughs> he was a chairman of WNBC, uh owner. Uh, chairman of WNBC owner RCA heard his uh, quote "bestiality dial-a-date" segment that aired <laughs> ten days before his suspension and ordered the show's cancellation. I don't know why they fired me. I only had a <laughs> bestiality dial-a-date bit. Why does? Did...
0: It is incredibly original. Yeah, right, it's not that I wasn't. I've it's never the heard afternoon. that before. <laughs> It's also yeah. like 1 p.m.
1: <laughs> it's like back have in just eating, yeah, just having lunch. Uh, bestiality dial. I should, <laughs> if I can find that, I'll, I'll splice it in. Oh, that's uh, funny. I wonder that's if that's uh, well. anywhere. Yeah, the, I don't know why they fired me. Well, it's the bestiality dial a date. <laughs> uh, he said, he, uh, 30 years later, he said he thinks they thought they were going to nip him in the bud. They offered him fifty grand to go to L.A. and never work in New York again." Uh, he said at the time it was a lot of money. He said that's about as much as he was making a year. Uh, he's not sure if he was even allowed to come back and visit. So stay out of Malibu, Lebowski, <laughs> is what they were saying, essentially. I love
0: the, you never get to say, you'll never work in this town again. But it feels like the execs for this show did that. They paid them off.
1: and Hit said, the bricks. You keep your
0: goddamn bestiality out of this city.
1: (laughs) This is New York, and even we don't like that filth. That is
0: outrageous for New York to be like, this is too much for us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, hey, man. Uh, There's a guy jerking (laughs) off next to me on the subway who just got fired because he didn't confess in his job interview that he's a public masturbator. (laughs) But what you're doing is disgusting, sir.
0: It is outrageous. We just don't see a market for it. <laughs> and, and then he became the like the the most popular radio broadcast, host of all time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what I'm saying is do whatever you want, because who knows, you know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. If, if if somebody said, Hey, you probably shouldn't do this bestiality bit, they're probably right. <laughs> but what what do they know?
0: You know? Yeah. There are so many other states you can work that don't involve New York. So <laughs> yeah. Go for it.
1: Uh, let's let's go to old Shillery Clinton. Lock her up. Lock her. OK. And in an interview on Thursday. This is from an old interview. So uh, with the skim, which I believe is a uh, periodical about milk. But don't quote me on that. The skim, Ugh. a daily newsletter that focuses on women aged 22 to 34. She said one of the best jobs I had to prepare me for president was uh, sliming fish in Alaska what yeah I'll, I'll i think i i i think i wrote what it what that means but uh it's not a new talking point for old shillery when she was campaigning for president in 2007 clinton told late night host david letterson uh i think i'm saying that right <laughs> that that it was her favorite summer job really of all time she described the attire for the job as hip boots an apron and a spoon Clinton said the salmon would be brought in and split open. The caviar would be taken out, and it was her time to shine. My job was to grab them, and these are big fish, to take a spoon and clean out the insides. Best preparation for being uh, in Washington that you could possibly imagine. (laughs) What a politician answer. Oh, yeah, I had a job draining the swamps out in Louisiana. I drained the swamp because I did it. (laughs) <laughs> I did it
0: that I you said slimming fish or I, I think it's, sliming.
1: it's it's spelled like sliming so I assume I should uh give that a Slim. Google but I I assume that's how you say that I but scooping the out fish. the end well that now this one I okay uh de d sliming fish so that's the that's the term so and that's yeah. the, when you type in sliming fish the first Google thing is Hillary Clinton talking about (laughs) it. Oh, yeah. It was, it was sure the best job. Hot as shit. Uh, (laughs) scooping out fish guts. Man, I love to do that. Yeah. That can't, that's
0: outrageous. There's no way that had to be her favorite job ever. Well, but I do now believe that she carries hot sauce in her bag. (laughs) A, A job like that, she wouldn't lie about something like that.
1: She won't you say what brand it is, but she puts that shit on everything. On it. You
0: can't, you can't, you can't send someone like this to prison. She's too hardened.
1: Yeah, She has survival
0: skills, obviously. I've never de- slimed a fish.
1: No, that will be a sharpened spoon by the end of the day. You don't mess <laughs> with <chillery. laughs> I Yeah, I, I've been fishing and I probably have like gutted the fish where you tear it apart or whatever, but I don't want to do that. I no, just want to eat the fun. fish. I don't like it's. Yeah, I I don't want to do it myself. It's like I don't want to see how the meat's made, even though I no. know how it is. You know,
0: I want to sit down. I want you to bring me the fish with some lemon and some butter. Yep. And then we don't have to talk about it. How it got here?
1: It's That's here. all. Yeah. <laughs> um. What she didn't mention was that she was fired from the job within a week after asking too many questions, according to the Times. As a New York <laughs> Times.
0: Two minutes. She asked too many questions for she like did, the hardened men
1: uh excuse me uh just scoop out the fish
0: lady uh everybody else has like a tool and you guys gave me this spoon and i'm not really sure what i'm supposed to do with just this spoon
1: how about you take it and eat my ass lady
0: <laughs> too many questions
1: <laughs> hey, okay i'm just
0: asking questions I'm hey just can i questions. ask
1: questions i'm just asking questions i'm just trying to think before it's made illegal <laughs> Uh, Let's wrap up on this one. I have another one that's uh, fairly lengthy, but we'll skip that person. Uh, Let's go to old Colonel Sanders. Uh, He's a real person. He's a real person. He was a a colonel, but in Kentucky, that's like an honorary title. He was not like a salute colonel type guy, you know, military. Um, Sanders' father passed away when he was just six years old to help his family uh, Sanders learned to cook and watch after his young siblings and this one's kind of a bio too this was a little lengthier Sanders dropped out of school in 7th grade and left home and worked as a farmhand at the age of 15 he moved to New Albany Indiana so that's shout not out. yeah shout out New Albany <laughs> where his uncle lived he began working as a streetcar conductor so that if that any indication of what year that was back in the day yeah when he was 16, uh, he lied about his age to join the army. He served in Cuba for a few <laughs> yeah. months.
0: They don't do background checks.
1: <laughs> no, that yeah, uh, he look. Hey, he looks 17 yeah. to me. <laughs> he said 16, but uh, yeah, he looked good. Uh, interestingly, he did not earn the rank of colonel while in the army. So the thing he's known for, he didn't earn. Uh, in the army, at least Sanders moved to Alabama to live with a relative after his military service ended. And after serving in the army, he began working as a laborer on the railway. He also aspired to be a lawyer and began uh, studying law. At the same time, he ended up earning a law degree through a correspondence course. So I think the mail. I don't know how that's mm-hmm. got to be like, yeah, it was like I got first first online course. I went to, yeah Barbara College online let me cut your hair you know <laughs> uh but this is like uh very Abraham Lincoln of him to just hey I want to be a lawyer now you know
0: yeah it had to be so much easier back then because not everybody had rights it's just like <laughs> hey we are protecting what we know to be true is that white men and white men only have all the rights so
1: We're we're tired of these uh these white men taking our black women. Tired of
0: it. Nobody ever says. Nobody ever talks about that.
1: (laughs) I if I when I think of an example, I'll let you know. But uh, uh, I'm trying to think of one. I don't. I can't off the top of my head.
0: We saw what happened with OJ, and we just you know it's
1: dangerous. (laughs) Uh, Sanders was fired. Uh, I guess surprisingly or unsurprisingly, from the railway after getting into a fight with a fellow rail worker. Imagine Colonel Sanders just whooping some (laughs) ass.
0: I I gotta I'm gonna see if I can find a picture of young Colonel Sanders because we don't think about him in the army just getting in fights with people, being a conductor.
1: Because you know what uh, I mean. I'm I'm giving a Google to see if there's young Colonel Sanders because now we we know like reba mcintyre colonel sanders jim gaffigan colonel sanders yeah. you know oh, it's a, always kind of like the white, white suit not not pudgy but he's an old man yeah that this, guy but then he's kind of if that's kinda, his picture he's not that he's he's a looker I'd, i i would have banged him for those herbs and spices
0: my they probably that's why he got it in the fight somebody tried to take his secret recipes
1: <laughs> I heard you got that bag of herbs on <laughs> you got that
0: herbs, those <laughs> herbs and spices. Now, this ain't weed. Uh, he's got like a a crow on his shoulder.
1: Yeah. My man's just chilling.
0: Very he Edgar Allan
1: Poe of him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he's chilling, man. Give
1: it a Google if you're you made it this far. Yeah, he really does have a crow on his shoulder. What a is... I know. I'm and trying to crow... find
0: out if it's Photoshopped or I don't. Because he's just hands in pocket. He's got the three piece suit a lot of buttons on the vest tie all the way up to passes Adam's Apple his <laughs> damn near to his chin he's got the good old boy cut with the comb over
1: yeah he looks like he pulled out a pocket watch
0: he does he does and he's this is a black suit and not like the iconic yeah white white suit this is so when I'm, he
1: was uh his evil days he that he that bird whether it's a some a crow or a a raven or whatever on his shoulder. He looks like he'd be like, Chauncey, get him. And the bird would attack. He named it Chauncey. <laughs> uh, so he gets fired for whooping ass on the on the rail on the rails. So he begins using his law degree, practicing law and justice of the peace courts in Alabama. His career was cut short after he gauged engaged in a courtroom brawl.
0: My man likes to fight. (laughs) You're going to object to this ass whooping, i tell (laughs) you that
1: much. Hey, when you get challenged to a duel as a Southern gentleman, it's time. It's time to fight. Chauncey. (laughs) Chauncey, get him. (laughs) Get my knuckles. (laughs) Come on. It just swoops down.
0: Man, (laughs) that's hilarious. Fired twice for just... Fighting, I I love
1: this. I get getting fired for fighting in court, but also I picture railway workers a little more rougher. Yeah, like you could expect somebody fighting in the heat of the day. Yeah, but even they're like, we can't take this shit, man. (laughs)
0: Courtroom, I love a courtroom fight. I wish we had video. Colonel Sanders, just man, this makes me want KFC so bad. I support
1: (laughs) this. That's. (laughs) It was the violence that got me back.
0: <laughs> so there's a long tradition of people fighting in fast food restaurants. And yeah. maybe this is where it stems from.
1: He, he wrote in his diary, he said, make the chicken sandwich so good. I want him to fight, <laughs> even though that was more of a Popeye's and that was more of a Popeye's thing, I think. But, uh, yeah. you know,
0: the sandwich wars.
1: Uh, Sanders next uh, worked as an insurance salesman until he was fired for insubordination. That's probably code for whooping some ass. <laughs> 1920 founded a ferry boat company with the st- with a steamboat that traveled across the Ohio River between Kentucky and Indiana. So that's pretty confusing if you're not familiar with the area. Yeah, they traveled from Kentucky to Indiana on the Ohio River. This venture was fairly successful, and a few year, few years later, he cashed in to start his own uh, acetylene lamp manufacturing business. That's Sadly, random. Yeah, his business failed uh, when a competitor made a better version of the lamp, and it wasn't until 1930s or 1930, when Sanders was 40 years old, that he hit upon the chicken dish that would change his life. So he, this guy's 40. And he yeah. finally found the thing uh, that that really set him off. He served uh, Sanders Service Station chicken dinners. He was serving them at like a gas station, I think. Uh, he was operating a service station in Corbin, Kentucky, came up with the idea of selling simple dinners to travelers. His lifetime of cooking experience paid off, and his delicious meals of pan-fried chicken, ham, string beans, and biscuits were a hit. Damn. uh interestingly this was uh around the time that certain uh colonel sanders became colonel so that that's the official kentucky title and in gotcha. 19 yeah 1935 governor ruby lafoon my god ruby <laughs> lafoon <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that name's not going to sound ridiculous in a hundred years. It
1: sounds ridiculous now. So Ruby it's a, LaFoon. Well, 1935, it's, it's about a hundred years. Oh, it's years. about a hundred years. Yeah. Oh, old, old Ruby LaFoon. You know, Ruby. Uh, oh, you mean of the Lafoons? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Love the LaFoon family.
1: He made him an honorary colonel in 1935 and uh, word spread around the region. In the uh, late 30s, Sanders opened his own restaurant during the time he was working hard to perfect his chicken recipe or he uh, founded uh, Perfection and a secret blend of 11 herbs and spices. Mm-hmm. He also needed to find a way to cook meals more quickly because that the dinner he was serving took up to 30 minutes. So he discovered a, a pressure cooker which cut it down to nine minutes.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Uh, so World War II ended He opened a bunch of franchises. He was in his fifties by that time. uh, His delicious recipe was rejected. This is where I'm saying like famous firings. Obviously he got fired for a lot of stuff, but I'm like, this dude kept, uh, he got rejected a thousand and nine times with this recipe. He uh, had over a thousand rejections, but he didn't quit. Finally, he uh, made his first sale in 1952 to a restaurant tour in Salt Lake City, Utah, his recipe was named Kentucky Fried Chicken. Of course, I don't know why it wouldn't be called... Yeah. <laughs> his, his recipe was called Churches. It was uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> At the time, Sanders was operating his own successful cafe, and he thought he'd finally made it, but his luck would have it. Uh, a new interstate was built in the area, and his business went to shit. Oh, on 56... Sanders was forced to auction off his business at a loss, but fortunately, the franchise that he started uh, uh he started open up even more though. so he would travel from restaurant to restaurant offering to cook chicken for restaurant employees and patrons to prove he had the winning recipe. and by 1960, uh, he had over 200 restaurants.
0: damn.
1: So See you Colonel? In fifty six, uh, no, fifty six, he had to auction off his cafe, his business at a loss. In nineteen sixty, yeah. he had two hundred restaurants. Three years later, he had over six hundred restaurants, and so on and so forth.
0: This is a true story of a fighter, and I mean that in more than one yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, oh, a man fault tooth and nail. I yeah. like when you started this his bio. I thought it was going to go in a different direction, of mm-hmm. like him getting in a Cockfighting. fighting, it's like Evan. <laughs> like I having said, "What do we idea. do
1: with all these dead bodies? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Throw them in the rags." <laughs> that's a that's some rags to riches shit right there. I love that.
1: From rags to bitches.
0: <laughs> I love me some. Uh, <laughs> I love me some Colonel Sanders. I love the eleven herbs and spices. Yeah, and like if I'm him, I think after like the one hundredth no, I'm like maybe this ain't it.
1: Yeah, maybe it's maybe back to whooping ass in court.
0: I'll I'll fight for you. I'll get you the money you
1: deserve, one way or another.
0: You got a law degree, man. Why are you frying chicken for yeah. weary travelers?
1: Yeah, he's he's a colonel. He's a law. He's a veteran. Got a law degree. He yeah. knows how to work a uh, an acetylene lamp. What more yeah. could you want?
0: Renaissance man. Now, if you had to choose, if you had to like put your money on it, mm-hmm. are you taking Colonel Sanders or Wendy's in a fight? You taking Wendy? Now, yeah, Uncle the,
1: Uncle Davis or what's okay. his name? Uh, Dave Thomas.
0: Dave Thomas. Or are you taking Colonel Sanders or Colonel?
1: Yeah, I think I'd have to go with Colonel Sanders, just given his background. Maybe if it's Dave recipe. Thomas was yeah. whooping ass too, maybe it. <laughs> you know, it's different. I said, make him yeah, square, look- not round. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna work Tim. and it's yeah. gonna work yeah I would I would go with Colonel Sanders is there somebody else yeah. that's uh famous like a real person that could fight in fat like a fast food Wars
0: I think maybe the black lady from Popeyes yeah I, she seems like a scrappy she's from Louisiana so uh um, yeah yeah she looked like she could like square up got quick hand speed.
1: Hold my earrings. (laughs) She's definitely that time of the month to whoop some ass. (laughs) I feel like Ronald would probably do some tricks on you. Like Ronald
0: has a whole gang of people, so I'm
1: not fucking with him. (laughs) Johnson,
0: Grimace, get him. Grimace, never know where the burglar is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hamburger would tell you to run your pockets. Which is a term I learned now I use is just turn out your pockets,
0: but turn out your pockets.
1: turn out your pockets. That's the episode, Dwight.
0: That's fun. I learned a lot. I learned a lot about Steve Jobs and Colonel Thomas and uh, Liam Neeson's always been a quiet vigilante. And I appreciate that about him. I have a very
1: particular set of teaching skills.
0: (laughs) It's called punching your ass in the face.
1: (laughs) And just know that the boat sinks at the end
0: so <laughs> that's so funny
1: <laughs> uh Dwight's special is called who's the master it's available right now on youtube for free go watch it and if anything uh turn it on and let it play because that's how you can make some money off that kind of shit so
0: yeah hit, hit that just right click
1: repeat button and go to bed and hit subscribe on his channel too because as a creator yeah if you're able to monetize you don't make a lot till you have a lot of followers so go ahead and and hit subscribe on his channel as well.
0: I really appreciate it.
1: Dwight, I'm afraid I'm going to have to let you go, man. So, oh, damn it. Damn it, in, this again. And true Vince McMahon fashion, you're fire. <laughs>